Let's go down to the gorgeous southwest of Sydney, down to Campbelltown, Greg Warren. Hello, Greg. Hi, mate. How are you? Not bad, mate. Nice to talk to you. Uh, you are an LGA of concern, local government area of concern. Uh, how are things down there in Scrambletown? Oh, look, you can't sugarcoat it. Um, that's that's pretty tough at the moment, but mm-hmm. um, look, by and large and overwhelmingly, um, people at Campbelltown are pretty resilient um, and, and they do the right thing. One thing that does stand out, and I, I see all the social medias and everything, is how they we all come together to support each other. All the food, blankets, clothing. Mm. Uh, there's so many organisations and individuals who are selflessly giving their time uh, to support those um, most vulnerable in our community and those who are most marginalised. So that makes me very proud. So I guess with every negative, there's a positive, and if there's going to be one positive, mate, it's uh, it's certainly that. But certainly, being a part of the uh, or one of the twelve local government areas of concern, uh, people in Campbelltown probably mm. small business owners and others are doing it probably a lot harsher. I mean, Campbelltown Council, for instance, losing around seven hundred thousand dollars every month in lost revenue due to the outbreak and subsequent restrictions, and the financial burden that the community of Campbelltown is forced to bear. You know, that's very difficult. It is very difficult, and there's many small businesses who, you know, have shut their doors, and some of them may struggle to even open them again. Um, and, and as you said, Campbelltown Council is bleeding hundreds of thousands of dollars every month. And there's two points I'd make on on those those matters. I mean, people need to remember, and not so many people, but the government needs to understand, the premier needs to understand that local councils provide a lot of essential services to those with a disability, to our seniors, things like Meals on Wheels. They provide support services for those escaping family and domestic violence. So these are all things that need to continue. And if anything else, now more than ever, they're the things that our community really need. And my second point is small business. Nearly every small business is a family business. This affects people's lives. These are families who run and work hard in these small businesses um, so if that business is not functioning, the livelihood of their personal lives doesn't function as well. And I heard you refer to that, that butcher before. And I mean, I think that's quite a common theme and a very tragic theme that we, we're seeing right in the lock, right across the lockdown areas, including Campbelltown. Yep. All right. Tell me about this uh, ridiculous situation where we've got more than 100 jobs on the chopping block in uh, a silly move by the Berejiklian government. Air Service Australia are being asked to reverse their plan to relocate to the second Sydney airport, that is the Sydney Airport Terminal Control Unit. Tell me about this. Yeah, this came out the other day and it absolutely gobsmacked me. Um, so the, they're looking to move to Melbourne. It's 100 jobs. But, but further to that, I mean, we've got Western Sydney Airport coming out to Badgeries Creek. Now, we, we need to be creating jobs, not bleeding them into other states, but I would have thought that this would be a vital and an important service for any airport, particularly a new airport. So it, it just doesn't make sense. Uh, the government really hasn't explained why they haven't uh, approached the federal government or worked together with, with um, um, air services to see what can be done because I would have thought it's a government's role and the government's job to try and keep jobs in our own state 
but not only keep jobs in our own state, create them as well, particularly when it's going to be in an area where there's more than uh, the population of Adelaide destined for it. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, you know, uh, this is probably the last, uh, you know, pro- the worst time to be relocating jobs interstate to Victoria <laughs> or anywhere for that matter, Greg. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I sit in Parliament and I hear um, <clears throat> Gladys Berejiklian and some of her colleagues crow about they're the party of the worker. Well, I don't know which which workers they're the party of, mate. They're certainly not the party for these hundred workers who are going to lose their jobs because they're going to Melbourne. All right. Good to have you on, Greg. Stay tough, uh, stay the course, and hopefully we'll be out of this uh, at least at some time uh, in October. Uh, the latest yesterday from Gladys Berejiklian was that, you know, for the fully vaccinated, Freedom Day uh, is looking like October 17 or October 18. That at least gives us a date to look forward to. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I've had both my Pfizer jabs. I had my second jab oh, about six weeks ago now, so... Um, I think people just want to get some normality back to their lives, mate, get back with their loved one, you know, be able to go for a schooner with their mates and coffee with their friends or whatever. They yep. just want to get the lives back they once enjoyed. So that's where the government's attention should be.